1: Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times bestselling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage.
2: Well, they're very unhappy. I'm watching them. All they do is complain. So all I'm saying is, if they want to leave, they can leave, John. They can leave. I mean, I look at the one I look at Omar. I don't know. I never met her. I hear the way she talks about Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda has killed many Americans. She said, when I think of America, huh? When I think of Al Qaeda, I can hold my chest out." When she talked about the World Trade Center being knocked down, some people, you remember the famous some people. These are people that, in my opinion, hate our country. Now, you can say what you want, but get a list of all of the statements they've made. And all I'm saying that if they're not happy here, they can leave. They can leave. And you know what? I'm I'm sure that there'll be many people that won't miss them.
1: (laughs) I wish it was as easy as that. Welcome to the Savage Nation. Again, um, look, you know what we're talking about. The president has a point. These four juvenile delinquents need to be thrown out of school. uh, But they're not going to be thrown out of school because most of their party are juvenile delinquents. But these are the loudmouth J.D.s that occur in every school in America that teachers have to put up with. They won't shut their mouths. They disrupt the class. They hate the classroom. They hate the teacher. This is who these four women are. So they have a right to be disruptive. And we have a right to tell them, you know what, but we can't do that. So the president makes a point over the weekend, and he makes a statement that was a blunder. And all he served to do in doing so, now remember what I'm going to say to you. He has a point about them, but he only served to turn them into victims. And while Pelosi and they were at war, he now united them. Make a note of that. Because of his impulsive behavior, he took a victory and turned it into an almost defeat. I know you don't want to hear it. You know you think my job is to be a, uh, a cheerleader, but it isn't my job. My job is to be a um, an anal- analyst. The president had them where he wanted them. Pelosi and these four juvenile delinquents were at war with each other. Omar, occasional Cortex, T-Lab, and the other one. They were at war with Pelosi. Pelosi was going to war with them. He All he had to do was sit and say nothing. Instead, he wakes up 3 in the morning, uh, probably low blood sugar, middle of the night, low blood sugar, classic low blood sugar, and he leads out with a a, a massive, massive set of tweets that they should go back to the countries where they came from. Now, the problem here, as you well know by now, because you've heard it 5,000 times, is that only one of them came from another country. We know their sympathies may not lie with America. That's the issue. But he didn't say that. If he actually treated this or if his uh, uh, assistant who does it did this, it was one of the greatest blunders of his presidency. Because, again, what he served to do was not to turn them into what they are, but to literally turn them into victims. Big mistake. Of course, we know that they're America haters. They hate white people in particular. They're racist through and through every last one of those four. You can smell it, you can feel it, you can touch it, you can taste it. It's, it's, it's there in everything they do and say. They've said it themselves. Everything that they don't like, they're called white supremacists. White supremacy. Now, three of the four congresswomen he attacked were born in the United States, so they're not really going anywhere. Omar was born in Somalia, a horrible hellhole, where women are subjected to oppression, including female genital mutilation, being sold off against their will as child brides and other forms of uh, subjugation and s- uh, slavery, so bad in Somalia that Omar had to flee the country. So where did she go to? Guatemala? No. Mexico? No. Nicaragua? No. Where'd she go? The United States of America. Now she's a U.S. congresswoman representing the psychotic Minnesota 5th District. And the people who put her in power regretted, by the way. You want me to tell you a little bit about it? I know an awful lot about that that I'm not going to really go into great detail. She's from a district, the 5th district, and she was put in power by people she now attacks on a regular basis who are Jews. They even said, we don't know how this happened. We supported her. We helped her. And now she turns on us. They said that a few months ago, Minnesota's 5th district. So she has unparalleled freedom, unparalleled opportunities. She's a nobody and a nothing and becomes a congresswoman in this country. And instead of saying thank God to the red, white, and blue, she spits on it. Nevertheless, Trump made a mistake. It was inartful because instead of letting the Democratic Party continue its infighting, with Pelosi finally taking down these four juvenile delinquents, what happened? He unified the whole party against him again. Do you understand this? But worse than that, Worse than that, he's permitted our enemies to go forward with their false accusations of xenophobia, white nationalism, and other character assassinations that were basically all false and should have been ignored. So he never apologizes. He never explains. He has over 160 million social media followers across all platforms. And today he made it worse. He doubled down. Now, many of us are cheering. And you're saying, good, good, they got what they deserved. Well, you have to think of the strategy. That's topic number one. What about the ICE raids that we heard about? As far as I know, they didn't happen. Major ICE raids didn't materialize over the weekend, advocates are saying. No Bay Area raids occur if a federal court puts ICE on notice. No raids. Yet the president said there were raids. Now, I want to ask you something. After telling us there were going to be raids... And there were no raids. And then saying they were going to happen over the weekend. And, well, I don't know. Did they happen? Well, they, were, they, they say they happened. Why wouldn't they show the illegals, the MS-13 members being herded onto buses to be deported if they did happen? Wouldn't you want to send such a signal to these nations, don't come here, you're not welcome? So did they really happen or is this another sleight of hand? Nobody knows. This is the problem. What is real? What is not real? We don't know. The phone number here, again, if you care to chime in on these topics, and they're pretty clear, are you disappointed that there were no massive raids? Massive raids are the uh, the operational words, to capture and deport convicted illegal alien criminals. Remember, he wasn't going after busboys and waiters and gardeners. They were going after people who have been given asylum hearings and were found to have lied and they were going to be deported. They didn't respond to the government. They just disappeared into the country. We didn't see it. Did it happen? I don't know. I wish I could report that it did happen. I just don't know, honestly. And so, are you disappointed that there were no massive raids? Did they materialize? I don't know. The phone number here is 855-400-7282. Now, if you don't want to talk about that, what do you feel is the most important story out there now that no one else is talking about? What is the number one thing bothering you about the nation? in the government, in the country, in the news cycle that you're not hearing much about. Again, this phone number is 855 Before I take your calls, I want to go to the strange, strange, Dr. Strangelove, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham was golfing with the president over the weekend. I wasn't there. I don't golf, and I wasn't invited. Uh, I wouldn't know how to golf if I were invited to do so. I've only been a caddy in my life, never a golfer. I was never from that... Uh, social strata of the golfers of course today everyone golfs but the thing is in my day I was a, I was a caddy I didn't know how to golf I carried the bag when I was a kid 13 boring game slow you go crazy and the grass is toxic from all the sprays yeah yeah look into it I know this is a separate topic for another day but I do want to get into it you remember Lou Gehrig's disease ALS part of my PhD dissertation was about ALS and I became very interested in ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease and there were rumors at the time that ALS was related to the to the turf on baseball fields. And there are lots of neurological problems in w- with athletes sliding into the grass. You know, see what I'm saying? Gets into under your skin. Skin is extremely good is an extremely good transporter of of everything, whether it's a scent or a chemical. Tremendous absorption through the skin. So ball players tend to have a lot of neurological disorders that could be related to the turf and the chemicals used on the turf. That includes golf courses, by the way. It's not why I've avoided being a golfer. I'm just just saying to you this. It's a side note, a little side rivulet. So, uh, Lindsey Graham, they were golfing yesterday. You see, I didn't forget the, the, the thread here. Lindsey Graham basically is pretending to be the president's friend. I don't trust Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, back in December of 2015, even though he golfed with the president yesterday, has other things to say. Here is Lindsey Graham from December 8, 2015, the same man who the president chose the golf with yesterday. I want to talk to the Trump supporters for a minute. I don't know who you are, and I don't know why you like
3: this guy. I think what you like about him, he appears to be strong when the rest of us are weak. He's a very successful businessman, and he's going to make everything great. He's going to take all the problems of the world and put them in a box and make your life better. That's what he's selling.
1: Here's what you're buying. He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. Now that was Lindsey Graham then. Now here is Lindsey Graham today on, again, Fox News. This is today the same Lindsey Graham who speaks with forked tongue in clip four. We all know that
3: AOC and this crowd are a bunch of communists. They hate Israel. They hate our own country. They're calling the guards uh, along our border, the Border Patrol agents, concentration camp guards. Uh, they accuse people who support Israel of doing it for the Benjamins. Uh, they're anti-Semitic. They're anti-America. Don't
1: get down. Aim higher. We don't need to know anything about them personally. Talk about their policies. All right. Well, he's right about talk about their policies, not about them personally. He's 100 percent right about that. And the president certainly has a right to golf with whomever he wishes, including someone who stabbed him in the back a few years ago. Uh, people change, and it's all politics, and politics makes strange golf fellows. I'll be right back on The Savage Nation. Savage. You know, we're not going to agree on everything, especially in talk radio, but there's something we can all agree on, right? We can all use more and better sleep. Now, getting a great night's sleep is easier than ever thanks to the world's softest sheets, brought to you by Bolin Branch. You see, everything Bowl and Branch makes, from bedding to blankets, is made from 100% organic cotton, and I mean pure organic cotton, which means they start out super soft and they get even softer over time. Everyone who tries Bowling Branch sheets loves them. That's why they have thousands of five-star reviews. Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, and Fast Company are all talking about Bowl and Branch. You know these sheets are even loved by three U.S. presidents? Now, they want you to love your purchase, too, so they offer you a no-risk, 30-day trial, and free shipping. But I doubt that you'll ever want to send them back. Once you sleep on their sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. To get you started right now, my listeners will get $50 off your first set of sheets. You heard me right. $50 off your first, your first set of sheets at branch.com promo code nation. You better write that down. Go to bowlandbranch.com today. You get 50 bucks off your first set of sheets. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code nation. Bowlandbranch.com, promo code nation for the best night's sleep you ever had. Bowlandbranch.com, promo code nation.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
1: It is summertime on the Savage Nation. And instead of relaxing and telling stories and enjoying the the warm weather and the air and the water, we're eating our hearts out because, again, another tweet, 3 o'clock in the morning, low blood sugar. And the president fires off a tweet saying that if they don't like the country, they they should all go back where they came from. So interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupted in the world. Why don't they go back and help fix it? He said, you can't leave fast enough. You can't go back. He said, go back and show us how it's done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. Well, in sentiment, he is correct. We'd like them all to leave the country. But unfortunately for you, uh, three of them were born here number one. And the other one, even though she wasn't born here, is a duly sworn in congresswoman. You can thank the people of her district for doing that to us. They were tricked by her. They were seduced by her. They were taken in by their stupid liberalism. And the first thing she did, like the scorpion she is, is stabbed them in the back. So uh, now, instead of saying, you know what, I, I shouldn't have said that, but the main point is that their sympathies do not lie with America. Their sympathies lie with the countries of origin, not where they came from. And I stick to my words, but he didn't say that. And this is the problem with impulsive tweeting. Do you understand this? No, many of you don't. You don't want to hear it. These four juvenile delinquents were already in trouble with the woman who runs the Democrat Party. Now, instead of attacking them, they're all together now. The four juvenile delinquents and Pelosi are now attacking Trump. It was a strategic blunder. And the ICE raids, did they happen or didn't they happen? I don't know. I'm in the business. I've asked far and wide. I don't know. I haven't seen one picture. Then there was a blackout in New York over the weekend. You believe it was what they say it was? I don't believe it. First, they said it was a uh, transformer blew up. Then Connett said there's no evidence that a transformer blew up. They don't know what did it. I think personally it could have been a hacking Uh, of the power grid. Why couldn't it be? How do you know Iran didn't do it, or North Korea, just as a little warning? Do you have any idea that it wasn't that? Listen, we're the people. We don't really know. All we do is live through what's going on. New York blackout shows that in the blink of an eye, we could be turned off. Could you imagine if a city's power was turned off, what would happen in this country? Can you imagine what would happen? The people would be conducting cannibalism within three days. Let me take some callers on the Savage Nation. Sharon, California, Line 6, you're up. What's on your mind?
2: Yes, before you um, call me a dummy and hang up on me, I want to make it clear that I've listened to you from day one, number one. Number two, I like the fact that my president speaks my mind. Whether anyone can interpret what he means, I did.
1: Well, wait a minute, sir. ma'am, hold up. Let's not go in circles. Let's start with what he actually said. He said they should le- they should go back where they came from
2: it to me and go back to where you have sympathy for
1: no he didn't say that I interpreted it he but ma'am wait a minute stop it uh, you know it's fine that you support the president but don't twist your own mind to uh, support yourself he said they should go back where they came from
2: well that the way i understood it go back to where you have sympathy for those he
1: didn't say go back to where you have sympathies Maybe he'll correct himself down the road the fact of Well, ma'am, stop it for a minute. You're calling a show that you like, and you used to like I me, mean, now you don't, because you're a true believer, and you think my job is to kiss the president's ring every day, and it is not my job. If you've listened to me all these years, you know I'm an independent, and I call him like I see him. I'm sorry, ma'am. He made a mistake.
2: Well, we'll see about that. I don't believe so.
1: And if we don't... Supp- well, what do you mean you don't... What don't you believe? Tell me what you don't believe.
2: I believe that most Americans are going to understand what he meant. These people have no elite.
1: He's the president of the United States. Why didn't he say what he meant?
2: Now, if you were president, Michael Savage, what would you do in his shoes with all the opposition he has?
1: Well, I'd certainly be a little more careful with my tweets at 3 o'clock in the morning uh, when, I'm on low <laughs> blood sh- when I'm in low blood sugar. Yeah, well, we all get that, don't we? Yeah, I get it. I certainly wouldn't call anyone or email anyone at 3 o'clock in the morning when I wake up with the shakes.
2: You never know until you're in that position, what you'd do. When you
1: oh, until I'm in that position? What do you think? What I've been doing is easy? You think I get up and talk to the world every day on this show? This is this is something much different than that? What you do. No, you listen to me. Don't run down what I just said to you. I have to speak to the world that make sense every day, and I live and die by the words that I speak. I have made mistakes in my career and paid for them. And when a president makes a mistake, he should have the decency to say, here's what I meant. But he didn't say that. He doubled down. This is not good for his credibility. It is not good for America. And all it served to do was turn them into victims rather than into the vicious juvenile delinquents that they are. And I disagree with you, and I'm sorry you don't like me anymore. Savage. You can't leave fast enough. You can go home again. Now, we all know who these women are. We all know they're the juvenile delinquents in the classroom who exist simply to disrupt the classroom. We also learned by now that occasional cortex is way beyond her pay scale. She's a dumb bartender. She has someone who organizes for her and runs her who's really, really smart. He's originally from India, I believe. He's a Hindu nationalist by all All the evidence I can gather he's a hindu nationalist who has sympathies for hitler's people and i stand by those words because he once was seen wearing a t-shirt of a hindu nationalist from the 1930s or 40s who associated with with the hitler people this guy has a strategy that is working very well for this bartender which is to constantly be in the face of people build up her social media following constantly attack America, call anyone she disagrees with, a racist or a white nationalist. They're amongst the worst form of humanity. Her and her guy are amongst the worst people that have ever been in American politics. If they were on the right doing the things like this, they would have been roundly condemned by everyone in the media for being the race baiters that they are, the haters who they are. They're, f- they're outright racists. They seem to thrive on attacking white people, attacking America, and most particularly attacking the president. Now the one from Somalia as you well know is about the most ungrateful type that has ever seen this has been seen in this country. It's almost unheard of that someone would, would flee a despotic nation, come to America, be rewarded by becoming a congresswoman owing to the quirks of demographics and instead of reveling in the power and the freedom that she has ascended to, she she instead uses this to rip the country apart. And call anyone who she disagrees with a racist and a white nationalist. She, again, if she was on the right doing a thing like this, would would be seen for what she is. Someone on the right doing this would be seen for what she is, which would be a Nazi. If a Nazi, let's say, came to America and got into the Republican Party and then became a congressman and then continued to espouse Nazism on a daily basis, oh, the media would be crazy calling her out. So we know who they are. They're very, very evil people, all all of them, the whole pack of them, the four of them. But they were in the right place. Finally, Pelosi had had enough with them. Why? It's not that she cares one way or the other. Pelosi is a greedy politician like all the rest of them. She has had her fair share of attacking this country and of white people. But all of a sudden, Pelosi's power was being threatened by these four juvenile delinquents. And there was a war going on a war between the four J J.D.'s and uh, Pelosi. And we were watching it. We, we saw finally Pelosi was going to do something to stop these mad women, and they did start to back down ever so slightly. They became intimidated because they knew that she had the power over them, that Trump has no power over them. What happened instead? Trump wakes up in a low sugar fit over the weekend. There's no other explanation for it and makes a blunder. The blunder is they can go back where they came from. You can't leave fast enough. The problem is three of them were born here. They're born haters. They're, uh, let us say, born here haters, born to hate America, raised by haters. Or The issue was is they can't go back where they came from because they came from here. So, okay, that sets off a, a, a horrible storm of controversy. He made a mistake. The mistake could have been corrected. His sentiments were correct. He has a point but he turned them into victims and he took the heat off them and put the heat on himself again that's a mis- that's called an error it's an error in judgment and over the same weekend that this is going on if that isn't enough to upset all of us who support the president he announces ice raids in advance then they don't happen then he announces them again and no one knows if they did happen now with being told that they did arrest some of them of the the worst of them He didn't go after gardeners and busboys and waiters. He didn't go after ordinary illegal aliens who were working here. He went after people who had been given hearings and either failed to show up or were found at the hearings to have uh, been subject to deportation. Did he get any of them? You know, I live in San Francisco. I know the federal building. I know it very well. I know that the uh, rather the building where ICE is headquartered, it's right on Sansom Street. It's no secret. And uh, it's a beautiful building with the bronze doors. During the Obama years, I used to walk by that building in the beginning. There were buses in front, deportation buses with the windows covered over. Big deportation buses, windows were covered over. I used to see those buses running in the beginning of the Obama years. They were running around the clock. They were deporting them, by the way. Then toward the end of Obama's reign of terror, the buses sat idly. They didn't even idle anymore. They were just sitting there not moving. In the years since Trump has been in power, I've not seen those buses move very much. They kind of sit out there like fixtures. They don't move. I had hoped I'd wake up on Sunday morning and I'd see the, the buses running again. The big GMC engines running and they'd be running south. But they weren't running. Where are these people who were rounded up? Why have we not seen them? Why? Where are they? So let's go back to these topics. Get out of the USA, Trump tells Congresswomen. And what happens instead is the reverse of what he wanted. In fact, the loudest mouth of all of them, one of the worst people in American political history says, We don't fear you. We don't fear you. I want to tell you something. If Trump was as evil as they say he is, she wouldn't be saying that. Do you understand that? Let me say it again. The left likes to say he's a racist and a thisist and a thatist. If he was even half as bad as they say he is, people would be rounded up in the middle of the night and put into detention centers secretly by secret police. Trump is not any of the things they say about him. But he makes it so easy for them to attack him because he tweets when he shouldn't tweet. He makes mistakes in the tweeting when he shouldn't do it. Do you understand this? Do you understand what I'm saying to you? We know that they're bad people. We know that. But I want to hear what you have to say. Seattle, Susan, line two, go ahead. You're on the Savage Nation.
3: Yeah, I, boy, where to begin? I, I echo everything that the previous woman said. I do not believe he made a mistake. And uh, even if you think it's a wait, mistake.
1: Wait, ma'am, let's start again. Huh? I mean, he said he said go back where you came from when three of them came from America. Oh, that's not a Wait a minute, that's not a mistake?
3: said worse things than that, and he's not a racist.
1: Well, hold it. Now you're jumping. Ma'am, stop it. I didn't say he was a racist. I said his tweet was a mistake. That's all I said.
3: I don't think it was. I'm sorry. I disagree
1: with you. Wait, 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 hold it. What do you mean you don't think it was?
3: No, I don't. I just
1: don't. He said they should go back where they came from. What if they came from Cincinnati? Should they go back to Cincinnati? I
3: want to interpret
1: it. Ma'am, stop. He said they should go back where they came from. One of the women was born in Cincinnati. Should she go back to Cincinnati? Millions of us out here. Man, you're not listening to a word I say. I just said something. One of them was born in Cincinnati. Should she go back to Cincinnati? Yeah, I don't care. But that's not what he meant. He meant they should leave the country, and go back to the country they came from, when they came from America, three of them. Michael? Yes?
3: You, you know, I, I also don't think that they're juvenile delinquents. That, I don't know why you would call them that. Juvenile delinquents are young people that haven't learned anything yet. It was a
1: phrase, ma'am. It was a, it. was an example of the type that they are in a school, a school setting. It was a metaphor. He's the principal and they're juvenile delinquents. Okay, does that work for you?
3: Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one, but I just didn't think that was appropriate, you know?
1: And So in other words, everything he says is right, even if he's wrong, even if he makes a mistake, he can't make a mistake, he's infallible? No, of course not. Well, thank God. Oh, I feel, I feel much better. I, I feel like I can, you know, breathe again. So you admit that a president could be, can make a mistake. Do you understand? Do you understand that they were cornered before this? Do you understand that Pelosi was after them before this? Do you understand Pelosi was going to give them a shellacking before this? Do you understand that now he has changed the whole dynamic and now they're victims?
3: it and then you know pat them on the back when the
1: cameras all right thanks for the call uh, you know I, I'll say it again and I know this is going to get more and more difficult for me the true believers are the hardest people in the world to to talk with they don't want to accept what they sometimes see with their own eyes the true believers are very dangerous for a nation whether they're on the left or on the right and I'm starting to get very worried about the true believers out there because they give rise to uh, a mass movement, whether it be on the left or the right, that can be very dangerous for a nation. Now, that may be a startling idea to you, but it's not startling to anyone who's read The True Believer by Eric Hoffer, which I introduced to the radio world many years ago. And the fact of the matter is that we must not be hitchhikers to mistakes. We cannot hitch ourselves to mistakes. I understand that people have to exaggerate in order to make a point. I do it all the time in radio. We all do it. But the president is not a talk show host. Do you understand that? A president is held to a different standard. Even supporters have to say, wait a minute now, we're on your side, but we're getting frustrated. And we cannot live with these tweets that cause so much dissension in the country. You may know how to suppress some people, but you didn't win this argument by doing that. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Jimmy in Florida, what do you think of all of this? Jimmy, line one in Florida, are you there, yes or no?
2: I am, Michael.
1: Go- I am. All right, well, yeah, go ahead. You're on the air. Make it quick.
2: I've been a long time listener. I brought you with iHeartRadio, and I lived in London, and I enjoyed it. But I have a couple of bones to pick with you, and I'll tell you what they are. I think you're very smart, but I think you have a tremendous inferiority complex. You're always telling everybody on a constant basis about your education
1: and your background. You are smart. I don't think you have... Well, sir, what, what the hell are you launching into an attack on me for right now? What is it? You're jealous? i got to take one for... What, uh, hold it now. Do you want to have an argument? How far did you go in school? Let's, let's have it out.
2: I'm a graduate of Babson College, the number one entrepreneurial
1: school in the country. You're, I'm glad to hear it. So what are you attacking me for?
2: Because I think you got to take one for the team with President Trump.
1: I think you can't. I don't have to take anything. Where the hell is it written that I have to take one for the team for President Trump? What the hell do you think? I work for him? Of course not. But I think in this case, listen, my grandmother who came from Russia used to. I don't care if your grandmother came from Cincinnati or the moon. What does it have to do with you're attacking me for no reason? I'm attacking you
2: for a good reason, because there are very few of you on the media who supported President Trump. And I think you, sh- you need to take one now. A- no,
1: I think the president needs to take some advice from someone who was there with him from the beginning. And I, need- I think he needs to stop tweeting at three in the morning when he has a low blood sugar attack. He has set our entire cause back. Do you understand that? So. And I agree with your other callers. Did he misspeak? Yes, he misspoke. He shouldn't have. Oh, you admit that he made a mistake by saying go back where you came from when most three of them came from here. You don't think that's a drastic error? I think he spoke off the cuff, and he wasn't thinking about what he spoke. Well, that's my whole point. He undermined his whole position. He gave our enemies the power that they didn't have. He makes our job much harder.
2: For a couple days. I think that's all it is. Really, you know what I, what can I tell
1: you? No, 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 I don't know what. No, I don't know what. And I'm not talking about my education. I'm talking about my, my logic, which is infallible. And you want to check out your logic. Go to a doctor and see if your logic is still functioning. I'll be right back. Savage. It is the Savage Nation. Very difficult position to be a talk show host in America today who uh, supports the president, will continue to support the president will vote for the president I would never vote for a communist vermin under any condition and yet my job is not to sit here and say everything he does is right the object of healthy criticism is to help move a politician in the right direction we're told we're going to get a wall we didn't even get a speed bump what do you want me to do say we have a wall you know the callers were saying oh how dare you say we didn't get a wall you're undermining trump no i'm not undermining trump He, he lied to us we didn't get a wall did we what do you want me to do? I'd like to see the wall. So if I don't mention the wall, what, it suddenly gets made or we forget about it, move on to the next problem. You know, when I met the president, and I'll say it again, way back soon after he was elected, I was blocked from meeting with him because his uh, supporters, mainly uh, I think it's Splay or the bar, the bar Fly. I think she's the number one uh, uh, gatekeeper. I'm not who, who sh- sure who it is. I think it's, the, it's, it's the, the bar fly who's the gatekeeper. He said to me at Mar-a-Lago, he said, I hear you've been tough on me. But his face left when he met me. He likes me. You know why? Because I tell the truth. All the others are ass kissers. Everyone else in the media is an ass kisser looking for something. They all want something out of him. Do you understand the difference?